All right. Here we go. The news. We're switching. Let's do an update here. We're switching to a Tuesday release from now on because of the new bid. So from now on, it'll be Tuesday at like 6.30 in the morning, roughly. That's going to be the new release day. All right. So here's what's going on. Why didn't I release last week? Well, I had a death in the family. A very important member of our family. I know some of you are going to think I'm crazy, but it was our cat. Chadwick. Chad. Or as I used to like to tease him, Chadwick of the Wiki clan. Well, quite honestly, we had Chad for 19 years. Chad was a year old when we got him. So, yeah, he was definitely a big part of this family. But he went across the Rainbow Bridge and, well, quite honestly, you know, he was that, he just, he just was there. He was ready to go. It sucked. We didn't like it. I'm sure he didn't like it. We had to let him go. So that's why I didn't release last week. Because, quite honestly, I don't think I could have talked. I could barely talk. It was horrible. It was a horrible situation. 19 years. Yeah, I think we're devastated by it. I know some of you are saying, oh, it's just a cat. Yeah, it wasn't just a cat. Not to me, anyway. I know the truck driver who gets emotional about a cat passing. I think he was a pretty cool cat. Truth be told, he was kind of a dick. <laughs> he really was. You know, it took like six or seven years before I could even pet him. He was basically my wife's cat. Uh, he just, he followed her around from room to room. He, if she went to sleep, took a nap, he sat there next to her and then watched while she slept. I mean, it was just, it was amazing to see the bond between them two. It was just absolutely amazing. But, no, towards later on, we got along. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was he was a good cat. Even though he could be a dick at times. And truthfully, I'm going to miss the cat. And his little brother, dude, who's been with him his whole life. Apparently he misses him too because well, he's in the hallway crying all the time. And that's very difficult to deal with. You know, because we got them both at the same time. Dude was a kitten and Chad was a year old. I'm not sure who picked who out. Chad picked my wife or my wife picked him. I honestly don't know. I think it was a little bit of both. It seemed like a mutual thing. It was pretty phenomenal to watch. But poor dude. Dude got his name because he kept knocking everything over. He's a little obnoxious little guy. A little orange tabby. Well, you know, I didn't like cats before I got these two. Now I guess I'm a cat fan. Because I miss that guy. But anyway... Enough of that. That's why I didn't release last week. So, that was a rough week for us. We knew it was coming soon. This last year, we thought, hmm, I have to deal with this, and it's rough. But we didn't take him to the vet. The vet came to the house. We did here at the house. I was thinking, 19 years with us, he's 20 years old. Why put him this, through the stress of going to the vet, right? Why go through that stress? Why make him do that? You know, let him do it here. It costs a little extra. Who cares? You know, I think we owed him that much. You know, hopefully 
I'll go down as good myself when it's my turn. But anyway, that's what happened. So that's why I didn't record last week. And I gotta tell you, it was a rough thing to deal with. And I watched, I looked into his eyes as he passed and, oh God, that sucked. But, you know, that's the way it goes. So, and someday it'll be my turn. But, yeah, like I said, I wasn't a cat person. Yeah, I guess I kind of am now. So, anyway, enough of that not, uh, silly stuff, or not silly stuff, but enough of that deep stuff. Let's get on with the uh, with a podcast. So, from now on, Tuesday, Tuesday morning because of the new bid. New season because of the new bid. So, all right, let's get started. <laughs> Keeping that hammer down all across the nation Checking cities off his list Sharing stories of the road right here on his station You are listening to the Kingfish Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, I'm a little behind on my news since I didn't record last week. Like I said, I just, I don't know. I just, I didn't think I could do it. I could barely talk last week. I know how messed up that is. Isn't that silly? It's just a cat. No, I don't think so. So anyway, enough of that. I know I keep saying that, but I'm just... It's going to be a while before we get over that one, if ever. It's like a kid, you know, 19 years. It's a long time. So, on Friday, April 8th, like I said, I'm behind, T announced the completion of its acquisition of two franchise TA locations for $45 million. Both stores, uh, both stores the Petro Rafine, Rafine, R-A-P-H-I-N-E, and the TA Lexington, are located along the I-81 corridor in Virginia. TA says that these stores have been successful franchise locations since 2011, and they are expected to generate $9 million in 2023. The Petro Rafine, uh, Rapine, is it Rapine or Rapine? I guess it's Rapine. Shit, I don't know. Anyway, it's currently undergoing major renovations to add 170 new truck parking spaces and to expand the retail space. Following the renovation, which is anticipated to can be completed this summer, screw that one up, Petro Rapine is expected to be one of the nation's largest travel centers based on its nearly 900 truck parking spaces. Said TA, and uh, I think, I'm not sure how many spaces Iowa 80 has, but I think it's more than that. I'll look it up one of these days. So anyway, you got two new TAs, but you don't really because it's just, they just transfer ownership. They've been there for a while. Now, I'm not sure if I've been to either one of these. It's been a long time since I ran the ID one quarter for quite a while. So if anybody has any insight, well, you know, call me 414-666-1926. That's 414-666-1926. Leave me a message. I'll put it in the show because I haven't been there for a while. Uh, do some video. I'll put it in the YouTube channel. All right, let's get moving on. I find this kind of humorous. Uh, I really don't understand the controversy, but 
here's the controversy. <laughs> An Australian woman from Adelaide, South Australia, has turned heads while sitting behind the wheel of some of the globe's largest trucks, but started selling, apparently what happened was in 2016, I think it was 2016, she, she broke her leg. Okay, so she needed a little income. So while she was waiting for her leg to heal completely so she could get back to driving, she's a truck driver, uh, she started doing the only OnlyFans. You know, it's, it's like a, I guess you can look at photos or something. I'm not sure how that all works. Seriously, I really don't. So anyway, I guess her name was Blaze, Blaze Williams. So she started doing this and she started getting real popular. And, you know, she made like 63 grand doing it. And, you know, I guess she get a lot of body hate or body, what is it, body shaming. People are attacking. Now I'm looking at the photos and she's throwing, looks like she's throwing chain. You know, she's doing a flip and she's throwing chains. So, hey, what the hell do I care? You know, I mean, if she's making a little extra money on the side, hey, go for it. Um, is she a good driver? Hell, I don't know. I never drove with her. But if she can, uh, that's all I care about. I don't care what anybody does on the side. If you're selling, doing YouTube or whatever, whatever this OnlyFans stuff or, or whatever it is you're doing, as long as you're, you're a safe driver, that's all that matters to me. But, uh, yeah, just, I just think it's kind of crazy. 63 grand, huh? Huh. I wonder if they'll, I wonder if they'll pay that much for pictures of me. Except I'm a Wisconsin chubby, short chubby driver. Is there, is there a call for that on any of these sites? You know what? Don't let me know. <laughs> I don't need the money. <laughs> it would be kind of funny though. So anyway, just to Blaze Williams, uh, for what it's worth, if it's working for you, go for it. You're not hurting anybody, and uh, if it's working for you, I think it's fantastic. Uh, keep on trucking, driver. And, you know, she still drives. She still drives, so, hey, you know, she's got the driving in her, so if she's a good driver, it's good enough for me, like I said. All right, let's get moving on. Just look her up, I guess, Blaze Williams. That's uh, B-L-A-Y-Z-E Williams, and you can find, I don't know, you could probably find her somewhere on the internet if you look up her name. Just unbelievable. <laughs> who cares, right? I mean, not not who cares. Like this is a bet. I mean, like who cares what she's doing? I mean, she's not hurting nobody, you know. So I don't know. Let's get moving on. Well, it sounds like the you know I don't know the details of all this. If you're in Argentina, let me know. Yeah, there's trucking problems everywhere. Now truckers in Argentina ended their protests that threatened grain transport, and apparently this was April 14th. So I don't know. They called off their strike. Anybody knows anything more about this, give me a call. I don't really know how to report on this because I'm not from Argentina, nor have I ever been there. It sounds like it would be an interesting place to visit. But if you have any insight into this, give me a call. We can talk on the do an interview. Well, actually, I don't do interviews. I do conversations. Call me and let's do a conversation. I want to know what's going on in the world. If you are anywhere, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call this out. If you're anywhere in the world, Obviously, I don't have a good feel for what's going on where you're at because, you know, I'm here in the United States, so I know what we do. Well, sometimes I do. So if you're anywhere in the world and you want to enlighten me on something or, you know, prove to me that, or tell me that, that, I've, that I don't understand what I'm talking about, call me, 414-666-1926 because I don't want to be, I don't want to think I'm right. I want to know exactly what's going on. And the only way to really know what's going on is to be on the ground with people that are actually there. So give me a call, 
666-1926. All right, thanks. Oh, let's get moving on. I forgot where I was at on this. All right, this could be a big deal. Who really knows? A bipartisan bill backed by the Owner-Operators Independent Drivers Association, OIDA. These guys do a pretty good job. Would reverse a long-standing law that prevents truck drivers from receiving overtime payment. Yes. I get overtime myself for load, you know, before and after load. So I can't really complain, but... Uh, Representative Andy Levine, Democrat Michigan, on Thursday, April 14th, introduced the Guaranteeing Overtime for Truckers Act. The bill will repeal the Motor Carrier Overtime Exemption and the Fair Labor Standards Act. The bill will simply amend the FLSA to remove the exemptions aimed aims to ensure that truck drivers are fairly compensated for all hours of for hours they work. While fixing this discrepancy in existing law is long overdue in its own right to bring one step closer to truly fair labor standards. So hopefully that'll happen. Now the co-sponsors, it's a bipartisan bill. It's uh, one Republican co-sponsor and six Democratic co-sponsors. So it's, uh, who is it? Jefferson Van Drew, uh, Republican New Jersey. The rest are all Democrats. Uh, Henry C. Hank, Mondaire Jones, Eleanor Holmes Norton, Mark Pocan, uh, Dina Titus and Rashida Talab. I'm probably not saying these right. So hopefully, you know, things will change. Uh, if you're working overtime, you certainly should get paid for it. It's, I've always thought it was kind of strange that drivers got screwed this way, but hey, it is what it is. And hopefully they'll straighten this mess out. So I imagine it'll probably be a while before we see any results from this. All right, let's get moving on. Yeah, it looks like the 43rd Walcott Truckers Jamboree is set to return for July 14th, 15th, and 16th. That's that uh, Iowa 80 truck stop at uh, Walcott, Iowa 80. It's a, it's a show worth going to. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's just an amazing show. They do a great, they have a great truck museum, and I'm going to try to go this year. I probably won't be able to go Thursday, but I'll go maybe Friday afternoon, Friday night. And then uh, take it in Saturday. So that should be interesting. This year, you know, the show will feature its annual lineup of events, including the uh, Super Trucks Beauty Contest. Oh, my God, the trucks are amazing. Antique truck display, a lot of nice antique trucks. Iowa 80 Pork Chop Cookout. Uh, I've seen it. haven't really got myself involved. That I've been so busy like taking photos and stuff. Vendor exhibits, a lot of vendors there. Trucker Olympics. Uh, one year... I don't know what year it was. I got second place in a strongman competition myself. Uh, I had to pull a truck up a hill, and oh, God, that hurt. When I was done, I was thinking, wow, I got second place, and like I think it was like $75, and I thought, what the hell was I thinking? It hurt so bad. I pulled that sucker up. Uh, two fireworks displays and more. And, of course, this will also feature the 100th birthday party for the Iowa 80 Trucking Museum's 1922 Walter Snowfighter. I, I'm not sure which one that is. I'll have to go check it out. Maybe it's in that video on uh, TWK, Trucking with Kingfish, on uh, YouTube. It might be, uh, you know, that, that truck might be in there. I'll have to look it up. So, and then, like I said, Damarillo's going to be there. It says, uh, what day does it say? Oh, Damarillo's going to perform on uh, July 15th. So, uh, you know, that'd be kind of interesting. You know, it'd be kind of fun to get a picture of Diamond Rio in a Diamond Rio. That would be pretty cool. I know there's at least one or two of them there at the show. You know, there's always at least one good one. So that would be really interesting to get a picture of Diamond Rio in a Diamond Rio. That would be really cool. All right, let's get moving on. 
Well, you think you got problems here, driving truck in America, right? Guys over in Ukraine, here's what they're doing over in Ukraine, all right? Truckers in Ukraine are struggling to get a hold of fuel amid a shortage, a national shortage. Obviously, there's a shortage. They get a lot of shit going down. So some are reportedly filling up with gas in Poland and siphoning in and off in Ukraine for use by other drivers. So what they're doing is they're going to Poland. They're doing, they're getting the supplies, relief, whatever. They fill up their tanks as much as they can. Probably got a few extra, you know, uh, canisters. They bring it back to, to Ukraine. And then they give it to the trucks in Ukraine that don't leave the, the country. You know, and that gets them going. Uh, hopefully they'll get this all straightened out. You know, it's a huge problem. I don't know what they're doing now. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff going down. But uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, honestly, I never thought something like this, like the Ukrainian deal would happen in our lifetime. Yeah, I just didn't see it happening. And hopefully they'll figure it out. You know, and get it uh, straightened out because, uh, yeah, no good will come from this for anybody. No good. And, you know, I've heard a few people tell me here that, you know, Russia's upset because there's Nazis in Ukraine or something. And I'm thinking to myself that, like, the, I think it's like the prime minister and the, the president of Ukraine are both, uh, you know, they're both, they're both Jewish people. So you know, I have a hard time believing they would tolerate Nazis in their country. But, you know, not living there, I don't know the full story. And obviously, and you know, it's, I think it's one of those things you just have to live it to understand it. You know, it just seems to me like no good will come from this for anybody. It's going to be a nightmare. Even if Russia does get Ukraine, you think the Ukrainians are going to be easy? You know, you think they're going to, you know, let Russia uh, eat them? You know, the, the, if Russia eats Ukraine, Ukraine, Russia is going to choke on Ukraine because they are going to, these people are very dependent. It's, uh, it's shocking. Yeah, it's just amazing. You know, their, uh, their fortitude. I just, it's quite impressive. So anyway, that's what's going on. So hopefully, like I said, that'll, that'll end and, you know, the world will go back to its normal discredited ways. All right, let's get moving on. Well, it looks like earlier this week, the truck part of, part of the trucking convoy showed up in Oakland area, not Oakland itself, but just right on the outside. And you know they were driving through this small community. It looked like a nice little community, you know, blasting the horn. Of course, nobody wants to hear an air horn. I know I certainly don't. Uh, you know, after all these years of driving a truck, the idea of listening to an air horn fly through my community is not really appealing to me. And I guess they were protesting. Well, who knows what they're protesting? Because if you ask them, it changes every time. So, I don't, you know, keep in mind when you see these protest things, you know, it's like, just like everything else, not everybody's into this thing. I'm personally not, but since nobody can really lock down what they're protesting, it seems to change depending on who's, who you talk to at these events. Anyway, I said, uh, you know, you know, what's this all about? So I started looking into it, and apparently these people in Oakland, as they were driving through Oakland, they, uh, you know, the, the, the Oakland people heard enough air horns, I guess they just got pissed off enough about it, that uh, they walked inside the local grocery store and bought crates full of eggs and just started pelting the trucks as they were driving through. Now, I'm not a big fan of that because these trucks, you know, they got pretty expensive paint jobs, and that's not very cool. And nobody wants to get hit by that egg. But then again, nobody, you know, nobody really wants to hear your air horn either. So, 
I don't know, I guess it goes both ways, but, you know, if they were in the industrial type area and, I don't know, I, I'm, I'm all, you know, for protesting or whatever, but I think, you know, you're, first off, nobody really knows, understands what you're protesting, and secondly, what do these people in this community have anything to do with what you're protesting? Are they, you know, why are they, you know, going, why are they having to put up with this? Because I remember a few years back, like when Hillary lost the election, people were, you know, like blocking the interstate and things like that. And, you know, I was not a fan of that either. I was like, hey, you know, I'm all for your protesting. Just why do you feel the need to, you know, lock down my interstate? That's not cool. This is my workplace. So to me, it's the same thing, what these guys are doing versus what the the people were doing that were shutting down the highways a few years ago. It's, I don't know. To me, it's just the same thing. So I would have to say, you know, don't don't protest on the highways. Don't shut down the highways. Don't, you know, take your big truck and, you know, use your air horn to intimidate people in a small community. It's not cool. You're not going to get a very welcome response. And why you would be surprised that you got anything other than, you know, being people pissed off, I don't understand. And, uh, you know, protesting should be, maybe I'm naive, but I think protesting should be, to where you want to bring awareness to a certain thing and you know it it educates people on what it is that you that you want to you know people to understand well getting them pissed off and defensive uh, or offensive in this case is not going to help your cause in any way shape or form i just don't see where pissing everybody off is going to make everybody see your point of view uh unless maybe that's just your end goal is just to piss everybody off quite honestly i have no idea uh, I think it's a tactic they need to re-examine and, uh, you know, go from there. That being said, earlier this month, Saturday Night Live, maybe I talked about it last week or the week before, I don't remember, but Saturday Night Live did this you know, unbelievably horrendous skit, you know, of, of uh, you know, I mean, once in a while, Saturday Night Live will be kind of funny, but I don't know, they've had the same tired old actors on there for so long, and they're just repeating the same BS over and over again, and and like I said, sometimes, you know, it's pretty funny. And a lot of times, yeah, not so much. Uh, this last week, maybe I didn't think it was funny because they did this stupid skit on uh, truck drivers. I think it was like April 9th or something. It was so stupid. It was Jake Gyllenhaal. I expected more from Jake Gyllenhaal. I watched the show once in a while. And I just find myself just fast-forwarding through quite a bit of it. It's just not funny. Uh, I think they need a whole new cast uh, turnover. Maybe it's just the same BS every week. I don't know. It's like, you know, the stereotypes that they were portraying and, uh, you know, on there were just ridiculous. It's just, I don't know. I just couldn't get over it. And I suspect a lot of the reasons why they were doing that was because they were attacking the drivers because of the, you know, the, you know, the, the convoys and all this other nonsense. Yeah. But, the, you know, the, you're trying to pigeonhole us into making us look like we're a certain way. And it's just like, no, not all of us like country music. Not all of us pee in a bottle every 10 minutes. Not all of us, uh, you know, smoke and things like that. And no, not all of us use CDs. We don't use CDs. You know, it's like, I don't know. The whole skit is just really offensive. It's, uh, I don't know. Maybe, you know, should I, should I be less? Maybe I'm thin-skinned. I don't know. You go watch it. Then you tell me what you think. And then, of course, for the egg thing, up in Oklahoma, that's uh, not Oklahoma. God, I can't believe I said Oklahoma. Uh, um, oh shit, uh, Oakland, Oakland. Yeah, it's Oakland. Uh, 
uh, go check it out, Northern California. It's, uh, yeah, just like I said, Google uh, uh, trucking convoy gets egged or something like that. It should pop right up. So, I don't know. It's a weird world we live in. You know, it's really weird. Uh, we need the drivers, we need the trucks, and we all need to respect each other. And, you know, don't be throwing no eggs at the trucks or anything else because it's a small step to throw other things. And the drivers, don't be blasting your air horns in people's neighborhoods, especially small neighborhoods. You're not going to get a welcome, a very good welcome. You know, if you're at a truck stop or you're in some kind of rally or something, that's actual plenty of value. Okay, I get it. But uh, not through somebody's community. It's, you're not doing yourself any service. You know, you're not doing the drivers and you're not doing anything for us. That's for sure. Anyway, I got to get going. I got to get ready for work. I got to go out to California from Chicago. Got to go to Southern California. Uh, last week I got out. I made it all the way to the exit downtown LA, East LA, I guess. I got down, you know, by Downey and all that. Anyway, I got down to the exit and boom, traffic came to a stop. It's a couple miles, what, like two, three, four miles to the terminal and took me like 30, 45 minutes. It was ridiculous. Oh, so glad to get out of that area. Too many people. Too many people. Uh, I used to live in Pasadena, but it wasn't that bad. But I'm still glad I moved away. Now, here's the funny thing. As I was driving, I was in the passenger seat because we had never been to this place before. The second place we went to. And I would stay awake. I'm like, oh, driver, get in there. Just like if I was driving, he'd do the same for me since we were switching out anyway. Pretty close. So we get into, yeah, I'm looking around. I see a lot of like high-end Mustangs, high-end Corvettes, things like that. Oh, by the way, I just saw news report that the new Corvette's going to be a hybrid next year. Yeah, really exciting, huh? The one after that's going to be an electric, so hmm. I don't know what to think of it. I'm not a Corvette guy, if you're into that. It's just, I don't know, it's weird. But anyway, yeah, not hearing the rumble of a Corvette just seems kind of strange to me. But so anyway, I'm looking at this nice, you know, super high-end Corvette. I mean, this thing's really sweet. I don't know what year it was. I couldn't tell. But it's got a nice rumble to it. It's just, it's just fantastic. And we're going like 20, 25 miles an hour. And I thought to myself, wow, this guy's probably got close to 100 grand into his car. It looks sharp as hell. It's a beast. And the fastest he can drive it is 25, maybe 30 if he's lucky. And downtown, you know, in L.A. traffic during the day. And I thought, wow, that's showing off. You've got to be showing off to do some shit like that. You know, you're probably better off with a beater the way those people were driving. It was unbelievable. So anyway, that's all I got. The uh, show will start releasing on Tuesdays, like I said before. Um, not much else going on. Uh, still missing the cat. Chadwick, rest in peace, man. You're an awesome cat. That's all I can say. He was an awesome cat. Chadwick was an awesome cat. Uh, you guys have no idea how cool this cat was. I guess everybody could say that about their own cat, but mine was special. He was like the, I don't know, just a really cool cat. Cool cat? Yeah, I guess he was. Yeah. Remember one time his little brother, dude, that's dude, he's a year younger, accidentally, ooh, lip smacks and sounds, accidentally stepped on Chadwick's, or uh, dude's tail in the hallway. And just a few years ago, and it was a total accident. Dude yelled, and Chadwick come busting around the corner and running down the hallway, and he was ready to brawl. <laughs> he was ready to brawl. I got like 200 pounds on him. And he looked at me like, bring it on. Let's go. Let's go. 
Don't step on my little brother. That's me. I'll fight him. But don't step on him. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I was like, what the hell? So I thought that was kind of cool, actually. I liked the fact that he was, you know, he was really protective of uh, his little brother. But he was that way. It's kind of cat he was. He was very protective of the whole family. And uh, I don't know what he would have done, but, you know, he looked like he was ready to brawl. He come ripping around that corner, and he just was on his haunches, and he just like, come on, bring it on. Black and white cats. You want a smart cat? Get a black and white cat. I guess I call him a tuxedo cat, too. These guys are just, just the smartest cats ever. Anyway, I don't know. That's enough of my whining. So, hmm, I'm going to miss that cat. So, anyway. Oh, shit, I'm choking up already. So, anyway, you call me, 414-666-1926, kingfishcafe at gmail.com. You can find it all in the show notes. Other than that, uh, get over for tow trucks, get over for... Uh, cops, ambulances, things like that. Don't get yourself in an accident. And I will talk to you next week. Alright? Sorry about missing last week. I'm sure nobody even noticed it. But, you know, if you got anything to share, call me. 414-666-1926. We can, you got a computer and a headset and a microphone? We can have you come on the show. It'd be exciting. It'd be fun. It'd be interesting. Yeah. It'd be a lot of fun. I want to learn new things. I'm always into new things. Anyway, that's all I got. I will talk to you later. Peace out.